What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast. It is PGA Championship week, the second major of the season. From Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm your host, DB. I got my co-host, my partner in crime, you know, my main man, my best buddy, my, my buddy old pal, P. Perry, with me. Uh, Pat, you ready to get down with this, with the PGA Championship tonight? What you drinking, buddy? I am very excited. A uh, local brew called Scattered Sun. I've been in the sun, by the way, today, DB. Um, have you? Mm-hmm. Mm, I can tell. Yeah. You have that gl- yeah. You have that glisten. It looks lovely. Yeah. Scattered Sun. Um southbound brewery here in savannah georgia and they uh it's good it's kind of like a blue moon but it's it's actually brewed with an orange peel mm. i love orange stuff i have an orange yeah. in my drink tonight and it's a uh, it's a little ranch water a little tequila a little top of chico with an orange in there i'm ready to get down get busy uh we just watched the byron nelson wrap up as kh lee defends his title no one saw that coming i don't think i saw anybody betting kh lee this week but um, you know, we're excited to get to get on with the show tonight. We did a full comprehensive preview of Southern Hills and all the changes that Gil Hance made in the restoration in 2018 and 2019. You can catch that on the Excellent show. work, by the way, DB. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's fantastic. I highly recommend. You do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So check it out. It's on our YouTube channel. It is uh, it's in the podcast feed and uh, it gives you everything you need to know about 18 minutes about how Southern Hills is going to play. Um, and what I'm excited about it. It's going to be a great event. Strong field, strongest field of the year. Um, a lot of good storylines. And the I, I tell you this, now it's Sunday night. We're, we're recording this a day a day earlier than we normally do. Pat, have you looked at the wind forecast for the week yet? I have not. Oh, uh, buddy. <laughs> it's going to be blowing. Blowing. I saw mm-hmm. some gusts up to 48, 45 miles an hour just here on Sunday night, pro- projected for like Friday and Saturday in Tulsa. It could be a bloodbath at Southern Hills, and I am pumped to watch it. Uh, but everything you need to know in terms of how the course is going to play and what we think you need to, you know, we need to, we need to you know, put a lot of value on in terms of handicapping players here is all in that video. But let's get to it, Pat. Let's talk about the top of the board. As always, we're presented to you by our friends at Covers. Covers.com. Winning starts at Covers. Join over 25 million sports bettors annually that hop on Covers.com and check out all the free tools, all the free resources. Since we are recording this on Sunday night, we don't have top 20 lines. Those have not dropped yet, so we'll make sure that those will be covered uh, extensively in our exclusive Covers article that drops every Tuesday afternoon on Covers.com for free, where we give you some head-to-head uh, matchups, some top 20 matchups, maybe a prop better two that we like. All that's free. You can get it on Covers. Check it out. The top of the betting board, Pat, uh, there was a name that, you know, uh, we, we threw around, okay? We threw around last week um, on Twitter in the Nut Hut, and I hope you jumped on it. We'll cover him in just a second. But John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, topping it all off at twelve to one, followed by Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa at fourteen to one, Jordan Spieth at twenty to one, just finished runner up to KH Lee and at the Byron Nelson, Cantlay, Hovland, DJ, Cam Smith, all at twenty-two to one, Xander and Shane Lowry, and we're looking at DraftKings odds here. We're probably we're definitely going to tell you where we think the best numbers are right now. Um, but th- that's the top of the board. And, and the name that was tossed around in the Discord server and among me and among you and producer Sam and Ben, I think on like Friday that we need to be on the lookout for is Jordan Spieth. And we just saw yes. Jordan finish runner-up. Um, I talked to Jordan in the press room uh, at TPC Craig Ranch, asked him about his trip to Southern Hills, um, and he had, he had a few interesting things to say. But he went to Southern Hills last Monday and played a practice round. His first time seeing it, I believe. And he mentioned how much he loved the golf course, uh, but he went and got a little, you know, little reconnaissance done. And now we are just seeing this guy play absolutely out of his mind, almost back-to-back wins. RBC Heritage, he won there and, and, and could have won today at the Byron. Um, he was at 25-1 to 1 when we started talking about him uh, on Friday. He's now down to 20-1. to 1. I could see him getting shorter than that. Word on the street is, producer Sam has confirmed that if you're finding him on DraftKings at 20 to 1 or other books, uh, you know, even shorter than that, if you have access to WinBet, you can still get Jordan at 25. And I would do that right now. Well, I'll start it off and say Jordan is, to me, the prototypical player for what I want here at Southern Hills. Um, great approach play, great around the greens. I, I went into it ad nauseum on that course. Breakdown show about, you know, around the green play going to be extremely important here with what Gil Hans has done and the short grass around the greens. Uh, and, you know, Jordan's a wizard. He's just a wizard. And, Pat, did you notice watching this golf tournament 
that he's he seems like he's added some distance. Like he was yes, like 180 you know, mile an hour ball speed. Actually, um, not just watching it, but they were talking about it on PGA Tour Radio, just listening to uh, the broadcast on Friday. How he was um, he had he was hitting it a lot longer, which was surprising to me. So yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, I mean, if Jordan's added distance and in form, like you better beware. Because I, I think I think this is a great spot for him. So he's a first click for me at twenty five to one, without a doubt. Along those same lines, like I think Cam Smith at twenty two to one is is a, a name that I really like. And I know we haven't seen a lot of Cam Smith. Uh, I guess we saw him last at the RBC Heritage. We saw him at the Zurich before that. Everyone was kind of surprised he missed the cut at the Heritage. It was kind of an, a weird week for him. Like he lost, you know, four point four strokes between his scrambling and putting, which is... Well, a, you did see him win at the, uh, the, the uh, team event. They, they didn't win the team event this year. That was last year. Him and Xander won the team event. Patrick Cantlay. I'm talking about Cam Smith. Pay attention, Pat. It's a, oh, it's sorry, a major yeah. week. Can you pay sorry. attention for... Are you in the chat already? Is that what we're doing? No. I had Cantlay on my mind because I was about to talk about him. Okay. Well, I'm talking about Cam Smith, and I, and I like anyway, it. Anyway, go ahead. Again, when you're thinking... You know, the other thing about this golf course, like the fairways are generous. They're not Augusta National wide, but they're generous. And, you know, approach play and scrambling and getting up and down and playing tough golf courses, like that is Cam Smith to a T to me. So Cam Smith at 22 to 1 is, a, is another click for me. Uh, the best number I can see for him is on DraftKings at the moment, unless producer Sam fires in a, a, a better number elsewhere. Uh, but I like that. And then finally for me up here in this top range, if you want, if you want a shorter name, JT at 16 to 1, uh, which I think is on FanDuel. Yeah, you can get JT at 16 to 1 on FanDuel right now. With the way he's playing, I mean, God, it just seems like it's been so long, I know, since JT's won a golf tournament, much less a major. But everything is there. Like, everything is there. And you got to feel like it's coming at any point. So I'm tempted by the JT number 16 to 1. That would be it for me, up to 25 to 1. In terms of the favorites, that's it. Yeah, so we have agreement here right off the top with Jordan and Cam Smith. I have both of them written down here um, in the under 25 to one range. Um, but the guy I was thinking also that it was a little bit different was Patrick Cantley. I do like Cantley this week. Um, you know, I think one of the things that, you know, when I, when I was listening to your course preview that really stuck out to me was just the long iron play that I think you're going to have to have this week on this course. I mean, it's 7,500 yards plus. Um, you know, par 70. So they're going to have a lot of long irons into these greens. If you look at proximity stats for uh, Cantlay, you know, especially like 200 plus, you know, he's he's top 30 in the field. Um, but then across the board, you know, he checks the box in ball striking. Um, he is fifth in the field in putting on bent grass greens. So I think Cantlay, you know, 22 to one, coming off that win too at the, at the uh, the team event, you know, almost won at the Heritage also. So I like Cantlay at that 22-1 number. Um, but the two other guys I had were Jordan and Cam Smith also. And I don't mind the JT play if you're going shorter than that. Yeah. Cantlay I'm looking at too. One of the things I'm pulling this week that I don't look at every week on Fantasy National is an around-the-green rolling report um, that just kind of shows you last four rounds, 8, 12, 24, 50, and 100 rounds and where they rank against the field. Uh, in in that category around the green, and and I think it just gives you a good picture of long term to short term, uh, and, and any sort of trends there. And Cantlay just checks a lot of all the boxes there, and just about every uh, every range, long term and short term, he's he's always been a really good you know player around the green. So I definitely think Cantlay's interesting. I wonder if he'll be. I feel like Cantlay could be that guy in DFS that maybe gets a little overlooked. Um, but I, I think I, I think he's for sure live um live at that number so interesting stuff there so who are we staying away from pat who are we avoiding up here in this range specifically like who would you not be able to get talked into they're all they're all studs but you know no matter what who are you absolutely not not betting well i hate to be giving you so much love db on the show but oh god you know, is... another thing that i gleaned from the uh course preview uh that you have on youtube is um you know, the patience that these guys are going to have to have this week. Mm. Um, you know, this know is going to be a tough here. test. Yeah, this is going to be a tough test. Um, now you're bringing in, you know, talk of wind and everything else. John Rahm as the favorite, I, I just don't, I mean, yes, I know he won in Mexico. 
he he should have won in Mexico. He was basically playing in the Corn Ferry, you know, field event. Um, but I I don't I don't like him on this course, and I, I think that he's he's going to be frustrated out here. Um, he he's certainly going to check a lot of boxes, that's for sure. So I mean, it's John Rahm. I mean, he's yeah, he's as good as he is for a reason. But I don't want to play him as you know one of the favorites. I'd rather if you're going to play the favorite, then just go with Scotty. Just go with Scotty to go back to back on majors. I, I don't yeah. want to go, you know, a twelve to one ROM when I got Scotty right there next to him if I'm gonna play a favorite. Yeah, I mean, he has he has gained strokes. I was looking at the around the green play with him. He's gained strokes around the green in only two events uh in in twenty twenty two. Two measured events in twenty twenty two, which is not good. And and you know, one of the things that Gilhant said is like it is inevitable at Southern Hills. No matter how well you're hitting it, you will miss green fear. You know, you, you're going to get a gust, or you're going to hit a. You're going to, you know, think you've hit the right, the proper shelf on these greens, and it's not going to do what you think it's going to do, or it's going to suck off the green. You know, suck back and then roll down 20 yards, 15 yards, or into a bunker. And like that's where that patience and that you know kind of grinder mentality comes in. And I think John Rom can do that. It's not that he can't. I mean, he's he's a he's a killer. Um, but I, I just, I think, you know, the potential for him get it, getting hot under the collar, uh, with some potential tough breaks at Southern Hills that are, that everybody's going to get in addition to the, uh, some of the recent play around the greens for me, I, I knew you were going there. Uh, so, I, I you know, like we've that. got all these stats out here that we can, that we can come up with. Yep. I mean, fantasy national even came up with opportunities gained to, to mm. tell you when, Great you know, Great yeah, love the stat, uh, you know, strokes lost. Like strokes lost mentals, strokes lost frustration, something like that. Like I, I would love to see that. Like what happens like after the player gets ticked off or throws a club, like what is their next shot or something? Like there's some sort of, you know, we could variable here where we could figure out what happens when somebody gets frustrated. I think John Rahm would be number one. Strokes stroke. bled triggered or something. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, thank you to Timothy Presley. Dropped this little super chat. Thanks for the KH Lee. You won a top 10 on it. So nice that. What nice, uh, nice hit there, Timothy. Thanks for watching. Hey, listen, if you're watching on, on YouTube, give us, a, give us a thumbs up, like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. The comment for tonight is, I want to know the big name on top of the board that you're avoiding. At the top of the board, you know, that 25 to 1 range or shorter, who's the name that you're avoiding? I want to know. We, we want to see who in there is, uh, is um, you know, who in there is people not liking, people not interested in? I, I, got, I got to say this too, Pat. You know, the major championships are big weeks for us. It's, you know, always some of the more popular shows of the year. We get people that listen that, uh, that don't always listen every single week, and, and we can attract new listeners here because the golf world's getting a lot of attention. And one of the things that you can really do to help us out is leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave reviews on Spotify. Uh, but if you would leave us an, a five-star review and write up something real nice, and if you've done it in the past, that's okay. Uh, you can do it again, and Apple kind of refreshes things, but that helps boost us for this week and kind of puts us in front of people that maybe we normally wouldn't get put in front of, and that helps us, helps the show, and helps you. So drop us a five-star review uh, and leave your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle, or your email address, and we will randomly draw one of you, and we'll ship you a brand-new Four Junkies driver head cover, or you can get a Southern Hills T-shirt of your choosing if you want one of those. Pat, we do have Southern Hills T-shirts, and unfortunately, if you order now, you won't be able to get them. Uh, you won't be able to get them in time. Um, but you know, here's here's the T-shirt. That's the back. We've got them in all kind of different colors. If you're watching on YouTube, you can check this out. Uh, and then there's a little Golby on the front pocket there, so you can you can hit up one of the T-shirts here. So we'll ship you a free T-shirt, or we will uh, we'll send you a free driver head cover. Five star review. Make sure you include your Twitter, Instagram handles, uh, or your email, so we can get in touch with you. Um, what about before we get out of the top of the board, Pat? What about Xander going stupid low today on yeah. uh, on Sunday at the at the Byron Nelson? What did he shoot like eight or nine or eleven under today or something? Yeah, just enough for everybody to get on him and then just for him to, to point you. <laughs> oh, is that what you're saying is going to happen? I mean, he gained strokes across the board at TPC Craig Ranch. I'm looking at it here. Um, almost almost three putting, uh, about one shot around the greens, two and a half approach. Uh, a little over Let's one. I forget off the how team. easy this course. Very easy course, yeah. Very easy course. Uh, so, can I interest you in Xander at all? Or are we are we out on him? Twenty five to one. I guess if you're gonna bet him, if you're gonna bet anybody at twenty five to one, I don't know. 
I, I, no, but I mean, do you think, I mean, and what about Morikawa? Like, what do we think about Morikawa, one of the best iron players in the world? I, I don't want to, I don't want to like this Morikawa. Range. I like him this week. I might, I might like him more though in DFS. Um, I don't know if I want to do 16 to one on him or they're 16 to one's the best I see. Um, you know, but I do like Morikawa. I, he kind of, I, I would, in my mind, I just was thinking Morikawa really wasn't playing that good, but that's not really true. He has been playing pretty well lately. I mean, yeah. he had a fifth at the Masters. I don't know why he's just sort of been out of sight, out of mind lately for me, but I, I think he's he still could be a pretty good play. We're also not even talking about Victor Hovland at all. Yeah, so why are we not talking about him, do you think? Probably because of scrambling. Probably I, because of that. And but. I think that's another weakness of, of Morikawa that, um, I mean, statistically, and, and again, going back to this rolling report on Fantasy National, I mean, Morikawa is almost statistically almost as bad as Victor Hovland, like very near, close to being as bad as Victor Hovland across the board in every range when it comes to strokes gained around the green. But, but these are also two of the best iron players. I'd say they don't, they may the not world. have to scramble all that much because they just hit greens. Yeah. Um, but like I just said about John Rahm, like you are going to have to scramble here. Like there's no doubt about that. You had you have Victor yeah. Hovland with the Oklahoma State connection, um, being you know uh, these these guys are premier ball strikers. So they're they're both. Yes, we don't we don't have the numbers to see what Morikawa did at at the national, which would be interesting to see what he did by finishing fifth. Uh, you can look at that on Data Golf. Data Golf still has that up, I believe. Um. I may can find that. But I mean, do we do we think uh I mean I, I guess I if somebody wants to bet on these guys, I would not talk them out of it. Like it's just too they're too good of ball strikers. I just think I was I'm gonna go with guys who I can trust around the greens when the winds are blowing and howling and you're sure to you're sure to be boned. You know, like you're just no matter how good you hit it, you're just gonna be boned. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, one thing with Morikawa is we did just see him win an Open Championship um, last year, which uh, tends to be somewhat windy there. I don't think, though, that it was a little bit benign when he won, I want to say. So I got his master stats pulled up. He gained uh, 0.95 strokes around the green, so almost a full stroke, 1.33 on approach, about a half a stroke off the tee uh, at the Masters. So, I mean, yeah, he, he chipped well at Augusta. I mean, this place yeah. does have similarities to Augusta, too, in terms of the terrain. There's not a lot of flat lies anywhere. You've got these. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah. You've got these big greens with a lot of undulations, a lot of runoffs and stuff. So there are some similarities for sure. I mean, I'm not going to talk anybody out of a lot of these names here. So, um, so we, we, could, we could probably move on. Before we move on, obviously, it's a big week. It's major time in Tulsa. Golf second major of the year. From tee to green, get in on, get in on all the action for all four rounds with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can place any $5 bet on who's going to win. They can play single-round matchups and more, and you get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. So just new customers, sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, place that $5 bet on an outright or single-round matchup and all this other stuff. And it, whether the bet hits or not, you get $100 in free bets as well. Uh, I love some top 20s. We'll talk about a lot of these guys throughout the week. If, if the Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still drive for show, putt for dough with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Golf Contest. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes this week. How huge? Over $10 million. Easy to play. You pick six golfers, stay under the salary cap, and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off on Thursday. Obviously, we break down all the DraftKings DFS stuff in the DFS show coming up after this one tonight. Um, so we'll get into that. Don't miss out on all the action this week at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code TOURJUNKIES at sign up. Bet $5 on golf's second major and get $100 in free bets. No matter what, that's code Tour Junkies, all one word. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler. Okay. There you go. There you have it. DraftKings Sportsbook. Shout out. Good sportsbook there. Let's keep moving, Pat. Let's go down to this mid range, which there's a lot of players in discussion here. Like, you know, a lot of our shows, we want the long shots to hit. We bet the long shots. We have more in that, like, 75 to 130 and 130 to 1 range or longer. This week, I feel like this is where the, you know, this is where 
you're going to hit your long shot here. Major championship week, you're just not likely to have, uh, you know, 150 to one winner. But we've seen it done for sure on the, at the PGA Championship. I mean, hell, Y.E. Yang took it from Tiger one year, right? You got Wills Al Torres, Daniel Berger at 35 to one. Joaquin Neiman, who just had a good week, at 45. Max Homa coming off his victory at the Wells Fargo is 50 to one. Tigers in the field, 65 to one. Sam Burns, Russell Henley, Bryson's probably not going to play, I would guess, 65 to one. Tommy Ladd, 70. Uh, Louis, Sergio, Cam Young, Keegan Bradley, also all at 70, uh, at 70 to one here. So a guy who's in that range, and I see a question popping up here in the live chat. We can go ahead and talk about this. Brian Farmer asks, I know Kepka has struggled and he's had a little bit of an injury or that's why he withdrew this week from uh, the Byron Nelson, but is he an auto bet at 40 to one in a major? Pat, what say you? 40 to one. You didn't bet him last week at Craig Ranch at 35. I asked you specifically about him. And then he withdrew. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't think there's any real injury concern with him, is there? Not, not that I've seen. I was on site for the withdrawal. I heard no one talking about like a legitimate injury, but that doesn't mean it's not there. Um, yeah. he, he, he did not have a presser. He wasn't in the press center. He wasn't in the media center. Nobody heard from him. They just withdrew. So uh, he could be really struggling, or uh, he could have just said, I'm out, it's hot, and I'm going to go to Southern Hills or whatever. I mean, I have a hard time um, feeling like, you know, he's going to win this week. We haven't seen him since the miscut at the Masters. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think he played in the team event, did he? With his brother or whatever, trying to get his brother on no. tour. No. Um, but 40 to 1 feels pretty good about it. Like, I, I could see just throwing a few bucks down on it. But I still, in my mind, I don't think he's he's going to win. I, I don't think he's, his game is there right now. I just, I just don't, I don't think his game is there either. Um, so I think I'm an, I think it's a no for me, dog. You know, um, I, I think I'm out. I don't think the game is there. Even if he is healthy, um, he's not been great. I mean, if you look at the two big tournaments, right, big, big tournament, Brooks, the masters and the players this year, both miscut. And I mean, he may have been on that really sucky weather draw. At the players. He was remember. on the bad side okay. of that draw. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm out. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to touch it. I, I, there's a lot of names in here that, that definitely uh, get me more excited than that. Um, a guy, a guy, another guy with an injury situation that, I mean, I'll just jump around here in terms of odds, but another guy with an injury situation that we've been monitoring for a lot of the years, Daniel Berger, who's at 65 yes. to 1. Um, Man, are you, never mind. Good. We're not copying off each other. So I, I mentioned I asked Jordan about Southern Hills in the press room, in the press center last week. He mentioned, so one of the questions I asked him was, give me a player who has an underrated short game. A player who's, you know, I, I talked about him and Cam Smith and Scheffler and um, some of these guys have said, you know, everybody knows you guys have a great short game. Who's a player that you think has a, a short game that doesn't get enough, enough chatter? And he mentioned specifically one player, and it was Daniel Berger. We saw him finish 21st at the RBC Heritage where he lost almost three shots around the green, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, Berger has had some success in, in PGA championships in the past. It's kind of been boomer bust for him. Uh, a couple missed cuts, a couple of almost DFLs, and then like a couple of top 15. Um, but, you know, he's, he's had some success at, at U.S. Opens. He's got two top 10s at a U.S. Open. Um, and he's had a, he had a top 10 last year at the Open Championship. I mean, he's a, he's a major caliber player, and uh, the Irons are certainly, you know, can get really hot here. So I kind of like, I kind of like this 65 to one for Daniel Berger on FanDuel. That is a big number for him. He's much shorter, a lot of other places. So I think you pound Daniel Berger. Hopefully he's fully healthy. Um, I do know also, I did learn this last week, Pat. He's, he's had a caddy change. He let go of a caddy. Um, and he, he has had a caddy change uh, and it's a good caddy. It's a really good caddy that he's picked up. I can't remember the name, but I, I talked to, I talked to a couple guys about him. Um, so something fresh for Berger. Hopefully he can get a good start, but 65 is a really attractive number to get on him. Yeah, I agree. I had him written down as one that I really like. Um, He's 35 you know, to one on drafting right now. 35 to one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I will say the best number for Hideki Matsuyama is 40 to one on DraftKings, And I do like that. Um, yep. I think this is a, a great fit for Hideki. Um, I think 40 to one is a good number. If you can get that right now, um, look, look there. I'm not even looking at the chat just for you DB, but Alan comes in here 
and uh, yep. and says that uh, he's a fan of Hideki. Um, by the way, Sam's throwing up. Sam is just really on top of the numbers today. He has fifty-five to one Hideki at win bets, which is um, amazing. So win, win bet given a lot. Yeah, if you got access to win bet, there's some big yeah. numbers out there we need to get. W Y N N, I believe, mm-hmm. as well. So I do like Hideki there at, at that at those numbers. If you can get fifty-five to one, get it. If not, pounce on the DraftKings number at forty to one. Couple others though. I think Shane Lowry, you know, he's just been playing yep. so well this year. And I know yep. that he's not pulled through with a win, but he's just been so solid. This is a great course fit for him. He's thirty five to one. That's the best number I see him at. And I think that may be on K, right? Um you're wrong. Lowry's uh, thirty three to one on FanDuel. Yeah. Um so I think I think Shane Lowry is um yeah, he's thirty five to one. I don't know what course fit that is. Uh anyway. So I like him. I like Max Homa. 66 to 1 is the best number I've seen for him coming off of that win at the Wells Fargo, uh, which played very difficult. Um, and I think um, so I think Homa at 66 to 1, he just seems to be riding in with a lot of confidence. Um, so and and you know, look, I mean, the guy's a winner. I mean, he's now won what four times on tour, and I feel like he can break through with the, you know, we see a lot of breakthroughs, by the way, at the PGA Championship. That that's that's kind of a, a yeah. theme we've seen, and and I think that Max Homa can do that this week. Um, if you're looking at the stats for him, I mean, dude is top ten in proximity, 175 to 200 yards. He's fourth in strokes gained off the tee. He is top ten in strokes gained approach and ball striking. So all of those are looking good for him. Homa is, uh, I believe, a, a very good play this week. I'm I'm a little worried about his scrambling, just a little bit. Like long term, he's not a great scrambler. He's certainly he's not. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I'm a little worried about that. There's a lot of a lot of red numbers for him on Fantasy National when you look at it. But you can also scroll through and see like when he when he is scrambling well, he tends to do it in bunches. Um, and it looks like he's gained stroke scrambling in maybe three of his last five tournaments. Let's see what he did at Augusta actually. Yeah, see, at Augusta, he lost the stroke, um, a full stroke around the green. So that means that in his last five events, he's gained he, he's uh, he's gained strokes around the green in, in three, but most recently in the last two, he's not. That worries me a little bit for him. Like, even though the irons are hot, it does worry me a little bit. Because uh, I, I think that, that can hold you back from winning. I mean, like, late on a Sunday, you got to get up and down a lot or whatever. Um, and I do think he, I do think he's ready to compete in a major uh, for sure. I think he's ready to take one down. I mean, when you win the Genesis and you win the Wells Fargo at TPC Potomac, I heard a lot of guys talking about that this week at Craig Ranch, like how tough that course was and conditions were, and like it had a little bit of a major vibe to it. Yeah. Um, w- when you win there, you're certainly ready to win a major. I, I think that's, I think that's a, a for sure thing. Um, but you know, I, I just feel like Southern Hills is like going to be the greatest test of your touch around the green and especially if we get wins at 30 and 40 and 45 miles an hour so it may just it may just not be this one. uh again i think he's a good value in dfs i don't know that i that i want to bank on him to close the door but 65 to 1 is also a pretty attractive number for a guy arriving in great form with four pj tour victories and checking all the other boxes so it's probably worth a shot a guy that i was really excited to bet on before and i'm still excited to bet on him but he definitely kind of crapped the bed today at, at TPC Craig Ranch, and that's uh, that's Joaquin Neiman. Oh, um, I knew you were going there. Yeah, and I, 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 we had a, I had a bet on him to win. Would have been nice to see him get that done. Um, just did not go low enough today. Did not have enough birdies at Craig Ranch. But traditionally, a very good scrambler. Obviously, a really good iron player. Um, the, the, you know, the guy can flight it under the wind with that little bullet drive he hits. Uh, it's just so sexy. Let's see what he did here at uh, at Craig Ranch. I mean, God dang, he lost four shots. That, that's round four. Okay. So for the event, he was positive putting, positive around the green, lost a half a stroke on approach. That probably happened today. And uh, positive uh, four off the tee. Yeah, he lost like two and a, over two and a half strokes on approach today, which is not great. Uh, don't love that, but I do like Joaquin Neiman. Forty-five to one is the best number you can find on him. I think that's on DraftKings. And then another really long number on a guy that 
you know, we're probably not used to seeing long numbers on. And this is a range that we're going to spend some time on because there's so many good names in here. Sam Burns is at 65 to 1 on DraftKings, Pat. Yeah. Um, I like I like Sam Burns. I mean, let's not get you oof, know too con- yeah. concerned about his uh, his Masters start because it was the first time he played there. So. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, definitely a guy who can who can get hot, can get you know, can play tough courses. I you missed the cut on the number, I think, at TPC Craig Ranch, which is a little weird to see. Uh, but 65 just feels like a, a good one. If it gets too much shorter than that, I probably wouldn't touch it. But 65 on Sam Burns is good. Anybody else in this range up to 75 to one? Um, you know, just kind of looking through here. Um, I mean, I mentioned my favorites here, so I I don't. I'm scared to say this name, DB. I'm scared. Mm. I'm scared. But he hasn't been playing that bad re- recently. Okay. Um. Do you have any interest in Tony Fino? Oh, um, because you're getting you're getting some pretty good numbers on him. I mean, sixty five to one, I believe. Is on, that a good uh, number? I I don't I don't know. Like, is it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Finau's he's improved lately. Let's see what's let's see. Um. He does have he a had re- that second at the Mexico. He's made four straight cuts, which I know that doesn't matter when you're. He was. A, he's got a good PGA record. He finished eighth last year um, at the Ocean Course. He finished fourth in 2020 at the PGA. He finished tenth at his first PGA back in 2015. Um, let's see his U.S. Open record. He's got an eighth in 2020, a fifth in 2018. Is uh, he either miscut or top 15 at a U.S. Open? So that's pretty solid. I mean, his, his major championship record is very good. His open championship record is incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, he does tend to show up at majors. Uh, it was very strange to see him gain 8.2 strokes in Mexico and then lose 7.7 at Wells Fargo. Like, that is, that's alarming to me. But it, it was also really nice to finally see his scrambling come back to where he's used to having it. I don't know that I want to bet him to win, though. Like, is he is is he in That's form to win? I don't think so. I don't know if he can win. I mean, if we're just you know, he could. I mean, he depending on what his number his his odds are for a top twenty, it could be real. I mean, that could be a really good play. His, he does, like you said, plays well in these in majors, but um, he's eleven to one to top five um, on DraftKings. That's all they have up right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could pull the trigger on that to win. Um, FanDuel has Finau at 65-1, to 1, producer Sam says. I don't, I, I don't think I could do it. Do we really think he's going to close the door? I don't think so. You, you guys tell us in the chat if you think it's going to happen. Here's yeah. a name. Uh, here's another guy that we're waiting on. We're waiting on the win. We're waiting on the first PGA Tour win, and he's in this range. Fitzpatrick at 41-1 to 1 on FanDuel. Um, what do we think about 50? See, I think the same way with him that I do with Fino. Like, I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he can win. I love Fitzy this week, actually. I, I love him. I think I'm going to just play more of him, though, in DFS than I am. He's gambling. so hot right now, though. Like, he's hot. No, I, I get it. I just don't know if he wins. When does he ever win? He doesn't <laughs> like, win. He doesn't. He's like Fino. He, he hasn't won. So that's why I think, like, I, I would rather... Play, play him in DFS, which we'll talk about later, than, than betting him to win. He's got a decent major championship record. Um, it's not as good as Finau's, um, but it is decent. He's just playing better than Tony Finau. But windy, like crappy conditions, grindy kind of conditions. He plays good on tough. By the way, Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Amateur on this golf course. There you go, yeah. Yeah. So, so he's got a little magic, huh? I mean, yeah. hey, that's, that's a positive. 41 is probably a two, not, not as, it's probably not a good enough number, honestly. It, unless you just, if you really like him, you could fire on it. It's probably not the best number for Fitzpatrick. Um, all right, well, let's, let's move on to the next range, Pat. Talk about some long shots. Before we do that, there, there has been some stuff going on in the nut hut that we need to address because it is serious business. And people, people's lives are being altered in the nut hut for only $10 a month or $90 a year. It's our Discord server, and it's popping, all right? And we talk about all the different channels and the Wednesday night live chat every week with me, Pat, AC, 
uh, other other you know sharp players right that are in the nut hut. But we also talk about these different channels that we have, and we have a Prize Picks channel. And this past week, Pat, listen to these numbers. AC, our boy AC, our nut hut butler, amazing, has been on fire with the Prize Pick stuff. Okay, if you have paid for a nut hut subscription and taken advantage of the uh, of of the prize picks of the prize picks channel, you have more than paid for your subscription to the Nut Hut over and over again. Because just this week, AC's posted picks in the prize picks channel prior to the golf tournament, prior to each round of the golf tournament, he's up, he was up fifty units based on those selections. Fifty, twenty five. He hit twenty five of twenty eight prize picks plays over the final three rounds of the Byron Nelson. When I say he hit him, like he published before the round started where you could go, if you were in the nut hut, you could go see AC's plays and then go play them yourself on prize pick and tail him. He hit 25 of 28 over the final three rounds. And he said that uh, nut hutters posted screenshots of their prize picks winnings. And of the posted screenshots, he figured up 131 plus units won by nut hutters that just posted screenshots. RJ Miller, AC's the goat. Dude, AC, I mean, your fantasy golf sommelier videos are great. They're hilarious. They're entertaining. They're, they're informative. You've got good picks on there. You give three to four picks a week on for round one, and they've been doing well. I've been putting my Thursday round one prize picks plays in the heavy petting email that if you're subscribed to the Chalk Bomb, you also get the heavy petting email on Tuesdays. We've won three out of the last three weeks since I started it. But AC is raking the cash for people. So if you guys haven't, really joined, haven't joined the Nut Hutter, you're looking for a reason. That is the only reason, I swear to you. If you do the $90 yearly, you will pay for that in a week. In one week of golf, tail, just tail AC. Don't even worry about anything else. Tail AC's price picks plays, and you'll win your $90 right back. And then it's free money, okay? Or it's $10 a month if you just want to be cheap. But I'm telling you, AC's on fire with the price pick stuff. And price picks is going to be dishing out a bunch of great props this week. We're pumped about it. Uh, they don't have them out tonight, so we won't be able to hit them at the end of the show. But again, I'll put my favorite Thursday, you know, um, prize picks props in the heavy petting email. So make sure you subscribe to that. If you've not already, you can subscribe in the description of this show uh, below, or you can uh, go to tourjunkies.com slash chalk bomb and subscribe to both the chalk bomb and heavy petting email. Pat's FGS video will be up, I'm sure. Maybe we can get it up early, Pat. Maybe you can do that Monday night. I might night. try to do it tomorrow night since yeah. uh, we're not, you know, doing yeah. a show. So yeah, I'm going to try to do it tomorrow night. Um, and the lines will change too, so you got to yeah. jump on that early. When Pat drops the FGS, you got to jump on that. Get on them. Uh, yeah, I was a I was a benefactor of AC's uh, calls uh, for Saturday. Um, yeah, so you won. It's, it's, you want some money? It's fantastic. Um, yes. By, by the way. way let me let me mention this uh, before everybody comes on me, you know, down on me for being wrong. Um, Fitzpatrick did not win at Southern Hills. He won at the country at Country Club, the Country Club at uh, Brookline. at Brookline. So it was the U.S. Wrong where, where the U.S. Open is going to be next. Wrong so, age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, fun, fun fact that we've not dropped for everybody, but we will be doing the U.S. Open podcast from Scotland on a golf trip. That Ooh. should be interesting. Um. Okay. I was going to say, by the way, the FGS video last week, Pat, where you sang the porridge and the peas song. Uh huh. You did, didn't. You didn't did even you, comment on that with me. You didn't even text me. Did and, you and make say, that? I was busy last this entire week. This okay. entire. Did you make that up, or where where did that wacky song come from? No, Google it. Google. Uh, no, I don't want to Google it. You just tell me. It's a it's a nursery rhyme. Good lord, that is a terrible song. That was a terrible song. The only thing, the reason it came up was because um, I had, I was reading um, some tasting notes on yeah. Tito's Tito's vodka, and it said something about porridge. And I said, you know, I think there's a nursery rhyme <laughs> about porridge, and so I just Google or I just searched it on YouTube, and that's what came up. Dude, that song was ridiculous. Um, all right, let's keep moving. Okay. Up to 130 to one. Um, some long shots here. I got three names. I think one name you're not really gonna like. I'm gonna start with the longest. I'm gonna work backwards. On FanDuel. Okay. On FanDuel, you can get Keegan Bradley 
at 100 to 1, who has won the PGA Championship before, nearly won the Wells Fargo a couple weeks ago that Max Homa, uh, that Max Homa won. He should have won, honestly. Should have won that. Has just continued to play really, really well. I, I like Keegan here. I think this is a good spot for Keegan. Obviously, he's a great iron player. And pretty underrated, I would say, around the greens. When you look at that rolling report, like I mentioned, uh, really good. I mean, except for his four rounds at TPC Potomac, he's been fantastic around the greens. Long-term, last 100 rounds, 50, 24, 12. Like, he's been really good. He's a good player around the greens, and obviously he's one of the best iron players on the PJ Tour. Uh, and I think Keegan is ready, dude. Like, Keegan has a look in his eye. I know he, he kind of coughed it up at Wells Fargo. I can't believe he gained almost 10 strokes putting. That was ridiculous. That was the tied for the second most strokes he'd ever gained putting in his PJ Tour career, which is probably not doing me any favors in selling you on why you should play Keegan. Yeah, I don't but, think that's sustainable. But he had kind of an off week on with his iron. And, and an off week for him is just gaining one stroke. Like, Normally, he's averaging much more than that. Um, and he also lost strokes around the green, and he rarely does that, too. Like, I just think a lot of things are clicking for this guy. He almost he could have won the players, right? Could have won the Wells Fargo. I just think 100 to 1 on FanDuel, 100 to 1 is a mighty long number for Keegan. And I bet that's a number that gets bet down before, uh, before this week is over. I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, Sam says, producer Sam says there's a few 125s out there with Keegan at other books. So if you can find 125, I love that. I just, there's not many names in here. There's only, there's only five names that I have over 75 to one at all. And so you're not going to get a lot of those, but I think Keegan is one that the guy just feels like he is ready to slam the door. And he's been on tour long enough that like he can do it at a major. I just know, I mean, he did it at a major, but I'm saying like he can, he can get it done. A guy that I also think can get it done, and this, you know, it sounds crazy to say it because it doesn't happen often where a guy's first victory is in a major, um, but Cam Young is tough to avoid. Mm-hmm. He's 80 to 1 is the best number I could find for him on points bet. The off the tee play is incredible. Also, if you look at his around the green play since he's got on the PJ Tour, is, it's exceptional. I mean, it's, it's very good. Look at his around the, the, around the green play in the last four events. He's gained like, 12 shots around the green in his last four events. Um, the guy's just been unbelievable. Uh, bent grass greens, he's a he's good bent grass putter, grew up on bent grass at Sleepy Hollow. But, I mean, runner-up at the Sanderson, coming out the gate hot, rookie. Then he gets a runner-up at the Genesis, big field, Tigers event, big stage. Third at the Heritage, second at Wells Fargo. Like, this guy, I don't think he cares whether or not his – I don't think he's going to – it's going to be any different. Like whether he plays a major and, and, and contends to win or he plays the Wells Fargo, I, I think this guy's just a killer and he'll get it done if, it's, if he's feeling it. So I love Cam Young at 80 to 1. And then I like Billy Ho. Oh, Billy Ho. At 90 to 1 on points bet, I believe is the best number that you can find for Billy Ho. Let me make sure that's correct. Yes, that's the best number you can find on Billy Ho. Uh, but he, he's checking some boxes. I, I like. Um, you know, a guy that avoids bogeys, gain strokes off the tee with a combination of distance and accuracy, good around the greens. Yeah, so I, I think Billy Ho at 90 is a name that that is interesting. When you start when you start getting in this range and you think, like, who can actually close the door, uh, I think Billy could if he were in it. So that's it for me in, in this range. I got two more long shots after this, and I'm done. Um. Well, I am actually with you on Billy Ho, which is uh, maybe he you thought I wouldn't like. Um, but really? I like, yeah, I thought you were not going to like that. I like Horschel this week. I actually see, I've seen him at 110 to 1. Uh, Bet365 has him at uh, uh, 110 to 1. Are they, are they that accessible in the States? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm just telling you where I see it. Um, anyway, um, so I do like Billy Ho as well. Um, can I interest you in some Jason Day at nope. 100 to 1? No, you can't. He's been playing well lately. And he's a, he's a great scrambler traditionally. Um, you know, he's won a PGA Championship four. I don't I think 100 to 1 Jason Day is um, a pretty good play. I okay. mean, yeah. So I mean, I 100 like to there. 1, what, you know, whatever. I can do that. Um 
I also like Jason Kokrat. Um, I'm seeing him at 130 to one. That's the top end of this range here that we're talking about. But I, I think Jason Kokrak, you know, makes some sense here. Um, you know, he has won on a Perry Maxwell design, which is colonial. Um, you know, he played well at the Masters. Um, yeah, I can't. What, I don't know where he finished this week. He was playing well for a little bit, but I, I just think Kokrak. I don't think he played um, that great this week. He finished. Oh no, yeah, he did. He finished 17th. Um, Gain strokes across the board, except for around the green. Lost like a third of a shot around the green. That's it. He's not going to really check a lot of boxes for you, other than if you're looking at like stats like bogey avoidance, which I do to, you know, bogey avoidance is one of those that I just kind of throw in there when we get these difficult courses, um, major championship, things like that, you know. Um, so I like that. You know, he does putt well on bent grass greens. So I think, I think Kokrak at 130 to 1 uh, could be a good, pretty good play. Okay. Um, all right. You want to hit me with uh, with the bombs over 130 to one? I think there's several in here that we can look at. Okay. One is now this guy has sucked lately. He really has. The Patrick Reed at 150 to one just makes me want to take it. I, I don't know why I don't like Patrick Reed at all. Um, but I just 150 to one. Yeah. So so that's so much for him. What do the people He's in the great. chat think about Patrick Reed? Yeah, Patrick Reed, I think is. I mean, regardless if you hate him or not, 150 to one. Say it out loud a few times. 150 to one. Yeah, I don't know. 150 to one, Patrick Reed. It's interesting. Um, 150 to one. That's what I, yeah. I'm just gonna keep saying it till maybe it starts tasting better in my mouth. I don't know. Uh, another guy played well this week. It's also Alex Noren is 160 yep. to one. I think there's a lot in here, actually. Sebastian Munoz is 175 to one. No, like I just, yeah, I started to look at some of those names. Like, and Sebastian obviously played really well this week. But then, then when you start to really think, like, okay, closing the door, killer on a Sunday at a major in tough conditions, who's getting it done? It's not Sebastian Munoz. You know? Yeah. I do think Alex Noren is in play. I like the Alex Noren call. Um, I like Noren. A couple others. Adam Hadwin is 200 to one. Adam had one. Same thing. Just, See, that's the same thing. I, I think the same thing with Munoz. Like, okay, say it out loud. Sunday late in a major. He's he's fighting off Colin Morikawa and Jordan Spieth and Cam Smith and all the guys in my lineup. He's fighting them off. He's fighting them off. And Adam Hadwin's going to do it. I I mean he might. Did Did you think that um that guy that won? Well, I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, why you Yang? I mean, last year, remember Kevin Strillman? Remember we, we did the meme about what it would look like with Kevin Strillman yeah. holding the Wanamaker trophy? Like, I get that that can happen. Hell, Phil won here last year. I get it can happen. It's just a, it's a really, it's a reach, I think, for some of these names in here. Like, if I'm going to get a name in here, I want it to be a grizzled veteran and a killer. You know, and I don't okay. see Adam Hadwin as that. Okay, well, this guy's not a, a, a grizzled veteran either, but he is kind of a grizzly-looking dude, and he's won recently on a very difficult course. Sepp Straka is 250 to 1. You know, I think Sepp, this, this is, you know, for yeah. a guy to break through and win a major, I think he could do it here. That's, that's getting long enough with that territory that I could, I could bite on that. Um, I don't love it, but... That's interesting. Okay, well, before you bite on anything, DB, mm-hmm. I need to talk about lawn care. Okay, <laughs> lawn care is very important to me. All right. Yes, it is. Now we're getting into the summer, and people, you need your lawns to look good. Okay, nobody wants to ride by your lawn and you got this crappy looking lawn, and you're not even doing anything to try and make it look good. Right. Okay, you're right. just sitting out there, you're looking at it, and then and that gives you no, you know, personal. Um, pride in your yard, you know, but you're just looking at your crappy looking yard. So you need to get Sunday. All right, DB. I use Sunday. It is fantastic. It's easy to use. They give you this, like, uh, they give you this attachment that goes on to to a hose, and it just you just spray it. It's easy. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to mix anything. You don't have to worry about the chemicals that you're putting on your lawn because it is uh, it is all safe chemicals sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals they have custom plans that include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn and with ingredients like seaweed iron molasses you can feel good with kids and pets being around okay if you got a pet gerbil 
that you like to get out there on your lawn, and it, it likes it, it's fine. That pet gerbil is not going to get hurt by anything in the Sunday lawn care. Okay, all you have to do is visit getsunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. Then they 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 tell you like you know they look at the soil, the climate, and they they get this data just like we're trying to get data to to help us pick good golfers okay yeah. they give you the gat data to help you get some good fertilizer it's delivered to your door when you need it so throughout the year they deliver what you need according to the time of year your soil your grass whatever else it's delivered to your door okay like i said you just attach that ready to use pout takes less than 15 minutes sunday is offering our listeners 20 percent off okay full season plans start at just a hundred and $29, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit getsunday.com slash junkies, okay? That's 20% off your custom plan, getsunday.com slash junkies. Look at you, Pat. You're, you're, you're like the spokesperson for Sunday Lawn Care. You're doing well for them. I, I love your it. Yard's doing well for, your yard's yeah. doing well with them. People are loving Sunday. We got some feedback on some listeners that have been using Sunday, and that was, that's been good for them. Props to you, man. You're delivering, you're delivering to Sunday. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, um, you, you deliver these bombs for us. I, you named one of them, and it was Alex Noren. Completely agree with you there. The only other one I have, and it's a gut play, there's not a lot of data to back this one up. He doesn't have a great major record. Uh, he's played in some majors, but he doesn't have a great major record. And the stats aren't great, okay? But to me, when I think killer, I think killer Keith. Keith Mitchell at 150 oh, to 1. Yeah. You know, the long hitter, the guy can definitely, you know, he can, he can play in the wind. He's a ball striker. Um, he's just kind of hit or miss is the problem. So that's... That's really that's it. I mean, I, I just had to gut call on him, and I like the number at one fifty to one. If he were a hundred to one, I'd probably say no, but one hundred fifty to one, I'll take it. But I do like the Norton call. In fact, Pat, let's talk about our favorite bets. We mentioned a lot of names. Let's talk about the guys we like the most, the guys we think you need to get on right now, the numbers you can get them at right now, and the books that you need to grab them on. Um, if you're watching this right now, we, we've we've seen this week in and week out. A lot of times the, the better number that you can find on a lot of these guys is sometimes early on Monday if you shop around on these books, and you can do that through looking at covers.com and uh, you know checking out some of their free tools and, and the odds checkers they have and all that kind of stuff. You can see where the best numbers are. you got a forum with over 500,000 members in the forum. You can bounce ideas off of it at covers.com. So let's give our favorite bets, and I think I'll, I'll start with the bombs, and I think we just mentioned him. Alex Norton at 150 to one on FanDuel and points bet is worth looking at right now. He's, he's having a really good 2022. Uh, he can definitely get it done in windy, tough, grindy conditions. Alex is just kind of one of those type of players. Um, I think that can. I think that's just a long number that you know is worth a little. It's worth a. It's worth a flyer. But Keegan Bradley at 100 to one is my next favorite number. 100 to one on FanDuel. Uh, and I think producer Sam mentioned that there was 125 out there somewhere on, on a certain book. Um, so you can shop that one and figure that out. But Keegan at, at 100, 100 plus, I love it. I love Keegan, honestly, at 75 to 1. As good as he's playing right now, as hot as he's been, as close as he's come to that next win, he has won a PGA championship before. I think Keegan is the next one in play. Uh, and and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Daniel Berger next at 65 to 1 on FanDuel. I think that's consensus there. I mean, we see Berger at 35 to 1 on DraftKings tonight. He's 65 to 1 on FanDuel. If he's 100% healthy, which assuming he assuming he's close to it, uh, and I'm sure we'll hear from him before the week is over in terms of press conferences and stuff, like he's a lock at 65 to 1. That is a outrageous number for Daniel Berger given his approach play, his strong around the green play. I love that. Um and, and then I'll just I'll give you one more and I'll let you you hop on here. The the Joaquin Neiman at 45 to 1 on DraftKings is still a good number. I, I would I think you could get you could have gotten it at 50 or 55 maybe prior to you know the third round at the Byron. But 45 to 1, I still like it on DraftKings for Neiman. A guy who can hit that penetrating little piss missile driver, you know, that rolls out like 340 in the wind. Solid iron player, underrated around the greens, really good around the greens. He didn't play well around the greens today, but historically a pretty good player around the greens. Uh, and I think he's a will, a winner, and I think he could 
you know, this is a young kid who, who's won multiple times on the PJ Tour. I think he can close the door on a major. And 45 to 1 on DraftKings is where you can get that. What you think? Yeah. No, I like it. I'll start on the shorter end for me. And, um, I, I got to go with Jordan Spieth here is one of my favorites. Even, you know, we, yep. we, we mentioned 25 to one, you can get them there on some books. Uh, you know, even if it's 20 to one, I don't care. I just think that this is, this is a week where I really feel like we could see Jordan win with just the way he's been playing lately. Um, so I like him a lot. I like Shane Lowry at 35 to one or in that range. Uh, another guy that, especially if we get tough, windy conditions, I think that could play into his hands even more. So Shane Lowry there at 35 to one. I like, um, you thought I wouldn't like him, but Billy Horschel at a, you know, around a hundred to one in that range. Yeah. I, I think it's a, he's a fantastic play, a grinder, a guy that, you know, can play well in tough conditions. It just has a, you know, is able to, you know, you know, he's, his irons have been better, good around the green game. Everything about Billy Horschel, I think is, um, you know, sets up well for him to have a good week. Um, you know, Bombs and Norin was my favorite play, so you kind of took that. But if I want to go even longer, I'll go with Sepp Straka. I think Sepp Straka is a guy that is ready for a breakthrough win in the major. You know what? We've seen that with the PGA Championship. Okay. So Sepp at 250 to one. There you go. There's I'm surprised. You. Did you say Hideki? I did not say Hideki. I'm surprised you didn't say Hideki. I kind of left him for you because we found Hideki at what, 65 to one on. Uh, or no, fifty-five to one at win bet. He's forty to one on DraftKings. Yeah, I I almost took him, but I I like that. You know, Lowry is a favorite a little bit more. So. Yeah, I mean, I like Low- I like Lowry, but Hideki at that number is good. He just played really well at the Byron, continuing to play well. Always been a great scrambler. Yeah. Always no, been a great I mean, iron player. Yeah. If you can get on on that fifty-five number at win, I think you need to get it. So that's some of our favorite plays. Early leans presented by Covers.com. Winning starts at Covers. Pat, you know, before we get out of here, the last thing I want to talk about is Tiger Woods. Tiger, woo! Tiger is supposedly in this thing, right? And he he came to Southern Hills a week or two ago and got escorted around the course by the the director of golf or, or head pro there, and of course, uh, Patrick Reed's uh, or uh, his father in law or wife or whoever runs just use golf facts or whatever uh, went bananas. But what do we think about Tiger this week? What do we think the odds are that he makes the cut? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some Tiger prop bets out there. I don't see anything on him on him right now. In terms of outright odds, he's 60 to one on DraftKings, which is, I mean, I, do we? What what do we think? Is Tiger making the cut here? What what are we doing? I, I certainly think he can make the cut. I, I'm not going to take him to win. Um, we're just not we're not seeing enough of him yet, and we're not going to until maybe next year. Um, but I I do think I mean Tiger is. You know, this course sets up okay for him and his game. And if he, I mean, he, how do we ever doubt that Tiger can do anything after seeing him make the cut at the Bastards when we hadn't seen him in over, you know, almost a year and a half? So I, I think he can certainly make the cut. If you can get a really good number for that, I would probably take it. I don't know what the numbers are. I haven't even Sam, seen it. Sam just said his, uh, his outright on win bet is 105 to 1. The wins just discount. They're just, you're, they're just Walmart, the Walmart of sports books this week. Yeah. Maybe they are every week. I don't know. Um, the, so, you know, like to see what Tiger did at Augusta is great. I mean, finished forty seventh or whatever. But that is Augusta, right? And like he knows Augusta so well, and that's an advantage that uh, that he has there that he, you know, he doesn't not going to have here. Um, so I, I think we got to remember that number one. He he didn't gain strokes. Well, he's won here. Well, yeah, that was in 2007. It's a totally I mean, I different golf course. I know it's a different course, but he's still won here. So. Yeah, totally different golf course. I, I do think this, we haven't mentioned this about Southern Hills, but I, I think Southern Hills is not quite, I mean, it could play 7,500 yards, but I think it's going to play, you know, that, that was something that I talked a lot about um, with some people, some caddies and stuff at, at Craig Ranch this week, uh, looking at the yardages and stuff. Like, we always give these yardages, and the tour will give these yardages, like, tipped out. If, if they tipped out every freaking hole, yeah, it would play yeah. this number. And they just don't do that. And and I know the tour doesn't run this event or the setup, but they're not going to do that here either, especially with wind conditions the way they are, uh, which I think helps Tiger. I don't, I don't think it needs to be – if it's a 7,500-yard par 70, I don't think that helps Tiger um, at all. So, uh, But, you know, when you think good iron play, when you think scrambling, I mean, that's certainly things that Tiger's good at. I think he could make the cut. 
I don't think it's I don't think the upside is much better than that. Uh, I wouldn't bet on it, but I would if if you know I would bet on it to make the cut. So, what number would you would it have to be for you to bet on to make? I don't know. What do you think it's going to be like plus one? I, I was thinking something? like like plus one fifty. You've got 156 guys in here. 20 of them, 20 plus of them are PJ professionals. You've got another four or five whack jobs. You've got another. You've got the Euro contingent. Um, top 70 and ties make the cut here, so it's different than a regular tour event. We're 65. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe it's plus 150 between plus 150 and plus 180. I guess I don't know. I would take it. I guess. Anything over plus 150, I would take it. Yeah. Let's have some fun with it. Thanks. That's it for us. That's the betting show. We're going to knock out the DraftKings show, the DFS show. There's going to be a bunch of more content, a bunch of more content coming on the YouTube channel as well this week. A ton of free articles going up on the tourjunkies.com blog. Don't forget the two emails to subscribe to those. And the five-star review to get a free driver or putter head cover, whichever one you want. We've got some new ones over there at tourjunkies.com. Uh, you just got to leave the five-star review on Apple and uh, put your Twitter handle, your uh, Instagram handle, or your email in there so we can contact you when we draw a winner at random. Let's have a great week for the PGA Championship and Southern Hills, and let's bend over your book. See you.